Welcome to episode 231 of the Nerdstravaganza podcast, where aspiring Martians everywhere can send fan... Oh god, <laughs> this is really cheesy. I wrote this and I'm like, why did I write this? <laughs> where aspiring Martians everywhere can send fan mail to us since we pretty much kicked off a new space race with our prior thoughts and observations. <laughs> well, we definitely kicked, we definitely hit on this topic a couple times, so I think we can take credit. Sure. I'm Capcom Tom. I'm Payload Specialist Brian. I am Cosmonaut Cap. <laughs> you had to be a commie, huh? Yes. <laughs> and we thank our listeners, as always, for fueling up our creative rocket every week. Wow, who writes this shit? <laughs> with favorable reviews and ratings on iTunes. And with that said, let's begin the countdown to tonight's main topic with our weekly, geekly, geekly, weekly mission control checklist i guess <laughs> uh why don't you go ahead i don't remember who went first uh last time whoever wants to go first jump in i'll, I'll go first again kind of boring last last few days has been wasted on a uh, hurricane prep um cam and i were just kind of chatting about this before the show this one I, I don't know this this feels like a weird storm like people are i i don't know if there's more People who aren't used to this kind of thing, or if if that skull graphic is really scaring people, or, or what? Like, I mean, I, I went yesterday, and we're not supposed to get it in even any rain until like tomorrow. And dude, there was not a bottle of water yes. in like Broward County. Like, gas. It was like hour-long waits for gas today. Just weird. I mean, we're supposed to get, like, I am, if I lived, I think, three blocks south, I wouldn't even be getting a hurricane warning. It'd be tropical storm warning. And people are shitting their drawers. Yeah. I, I think it's it's easy to forget how fast Florida grows, and it's been like 11 years since Wilma, which was like the last major one. And I've actually encountered a lot of people, like, they're like asking questions, like, what do I do? What's this like? Like, wow. That's weird. My companion the same way. Like she had no idea. Like I was like, make sure you get gas. Make sure you do this. She's like, this is my first hurricane. I've no. She's from Ohio, so she's like, I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. Like, she's just like, she's like, why is it? Why are there so many people out like on the street? People, yeah, people are freaking out. Like I, yeah. you know, I, what what I think is the reason the supermarkets don't run out of water is people are like I need like sixty gallons. Uh, like they they yeah. like way overreact. Usually the potable water is back up and running within a few days. In my experience. Yeah. They're probably, uh, what do you call them? Resellers? There's a word. Poachers? Profiteers? Like gougers? They're going to be selling, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you want some Zephyr Hills? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for our audience members who are not aware at this point, we are based in Florida. Zephyr Hills is a local brand of bottled water, and hurricanes are gigantic cyclonic storms that pound our region every now and then. Yeah. And I, this is, I, I, I was I was running down the list. Katrina did not, I mean, I, I understand it, like, devastated New Orleans. I'm not making any excuses, but, like, it didn't really inconvenience me. I don't I don't think we even lost power or anything like that. Lived through Andrew. Uh, God, Jesus, what was the one in, like, 82? Like, Diane or something like that? Like, I, I was a stupid kid. I remember enjoying that one. Like, we get to use boats instead of cars? Cool! <laughs> like... So it's 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 hard to take them seriously, but you know you don't want to be like, ah, it's nothing when people ask you because then they'll die. Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. 
And 11 people did die already on, on this, like in the Caribbean or whatever from this thing. I, I, I don't mean to make a joke. I'm not, I'm not really joking. I've not heard about Haiti like at all since then. Did, did it just get like sunk or? I mean, it got pummeled, like pummeled the Haiti, Cuba, all those places got, like I said, the death toll I think is 11 right now. Jesus wow. Christ. Like in the combined Caribbean countries. There, there was a, a live stream out of Haiti, and then it just went dark. And, like, I haven't heard a single word from the island since then. Like, Yeah. I mean, Haiti's especially vulnerable because their infrastructure is just awful. I mean, you know, they're, like, one of the poorest nations on Earth, so. I was yeah. a little surprised they had live streaming. <laughs> they do have that. Sorry, guys. No. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, you remember Wilma? That was, like, in 05. That was really the last one that did, like, pretty good size or a pretty good amount of destruction in our region. You know, I really hate to to be this way. Like, I, the thing that I remember about Wilma is I think it was like four million people without power, so there was absolutely no noise pollution or light <laughs> pollution in yeah. the sky, and the sky was beautiful. Like Florida has like a, a nice sky, and I've never seen that in my like thirty years. And yeah, wow, w- Wilma, Wilma's passing was magical because it passed and then like a cold front blew in right after that. So it was like suddenly like in the 60s or whatever it was and like cold and beautiful clear. weather. Yeah, you could like, <laughs> like yeah, look I, up and see the stars. It was it was beautiful. <laughs> it really was. It's yeah. But, you know, I probably don't want to share that experience when someone's like, what's a hurricane like? Oh, it's great. You'll see the stars and it'll be <laughs> yeah. really chilly <laughs> if a cold front blows through. <laughs> Which it looks like something's moving through and gonna like wrap this thing back around to hit us a second time. So I'm, yeah. I'm actually a little excited to be hit by the same storm twice. That's a new experience for me. <laughs> Assuming we survived the first one, I guess. Uh, they probably won't even bother to turn the lights back on. Like, uh, everything's gonna right. come back down again. Never mind. <laughs> They'll forget all about it. The second response will be so quick that right. Uh... <laughs> See, I'm really lucky in my part of town where I'm. First of all, where I live, the the all the power lines are underground. Right. So the only only time Ugh. we lose power only time we lose power is if it's like the transformer that goes or whatever. You know what I mean? And then even when that does happen, uh, I'm like in a triangle of like not even a not even a half mile from a post office, a hospital, and a fire station. So I'm like prior like my grid I guess is like priority one in this area to get nice. like. Brought, brought back up to power so typically like everyone else loses power for like two or three days and i lose power for like uh, like six six hours you know what i mean so uh, i'm not going not, now not, now that i said that i'm gonna have no power for like three weeks but <laughs> that's what happened to me last time i'm also i'm in a brand new like subdivision well relatively speaking it was brand brand new when it got built very power lines the whole nine yards were like next to the fort lauderdale police station like we're like we should have been turned on right away, but they like didn't know we existed. So seriously, like <laughs> everybody had power around us, <laughs> and we were like the last ones to get. It, it, I didn't have power for like three weeks. It was it was terrible. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, you you forget uh, to say nothing of our of of how what the impact is on like people who like video games and stuff. Like you need power. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. So Brian, a lot, a lot of hurricane prep. <laughs> pretty much yeah it. a couple of days that took that took a lot this time around like i, I kind of don't think it should have but it, it sure did uh and i don't think i've ever been 
as prepared, man. I, I took insurance photos. Every single shutter is like battened down, like took all my plants in, you know. Nice. Everything. So that, that was a good part of the week. And, uh, and other than that, man, the search goes on. I, I just can't find a video game to play. Oh man, you didn't do uh, you didn't do what do you call it? Spec Ops the line? I haven't gone out and bought it yet. I, I, I'll give that one a shot. But even that, that was like what a ten hour game. Like yeah, but you'll like it. And there has I'll endings. like it, but then I'll still need a video game to like. I mean, you know, when I say play, I mean like you know for hours every night. Like I used to play in Mimos. Like, get it, get Dragon Quest I, Dragon Quest Builders, Brian. I'm telling you for the PS4. Oh, dude, I hate. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think you might like this one. I, I might. I, I, I kind of... I liked the... Uh, I don't remember what it was called. Forgotten Heroes? Is that it? Mm, what's that? The, the last Dragon Quest Oh, uh, PS4 game? Dragon, you mean Dragon Quest Eight for the PS... The the beat-em-up. The uh, oh, Dynasty Warriors. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Dragon, that was called... I, I have that. I haven't even played it. <laughs> if you like that, <laughs> you'll like this. It, I mean, they, they say it's Minecraft-like, but I don't, I don't... I've never played Minecraft. It, I don't know. You gather materials. You build stuff. You fight monsters. <laughs> I mean, I'm down for fighting monsters. I don't know if I want to like build my own castles and shit. We like help people rebuild their villages. <laughs> I'm trying to sell it hard, man. I'll try to find something yeah. for you to play. But the one thing I do play, and, and it's kind of surprising to me because it's on PS4, but it was it was one of those free PSN games that you get every month. And I mean, it, I, I've had it for like. I think it was the second or third month of, of launch. Uh, I'm sure I've mentioned it before. Rogue Legacy? You have mentioned it, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say, like, oh my god, that game's great. But it, it sure is fun, man. I have played... I, I think I just passed, like, 300 hours. Wow, that uh, much? And Damn. I just, like... Two, three nights ago, I finally bought, like, the last possible item. Like, there, there is no item in that game that I don't have access to. Like, no enchantment, no nothing. Like, I have just done everything to death. And it, it is still fun to play. I mean, it's, it, it's Rogue Legacy. It is a roguelike, so that kind of makes sense. Like, you know, roguelikes, you just start over. But, man, I, I've never played a game so continuously you know you sit down five 15 20 minutes and and run through a dungeon and then you just put it down and you walk away and you're like hey man i had a lot of fun and you want to do it again like great game and it was free if you were uh, around back then so oh. great deal but you're nearing the end of it so you so you're right back to needing something to play not not even that man i i i've beaten it because you can you you beat it and then it just like new game plus, and then you beat it again. It's like new game plus plus. Like I think I'm on my fifth plus now, so like I just keep beating it, and it doesn't make it any less fun to play again. <laughs> wow, wow, wow! But I mean, come on, I'm playing the same game for two years, and it's a shitty, you know, Xbox Live Arcade game. Like, <laughs> well, if you're enjoying it, yeah, yeah, I uh, I'm, I'm all set, man. I've got the Amazon app. For uh, Prime Videos and uh, Rogue Legacy. Nice. That's all I need. Nice. Well, hopefully, you know, I'll keep power. Yeah, yeah. Well, just use, I think cellular data stays up a little more readily than uh, the power. So you, you may at least have that if you have a good data plan. I know Cam and I do. Unlimited. <laughs> I'm, about to make, I'm about to make some heavy uh, yeah. use of that. <laughs> yeah, AT&T, you better watch out. 
Awesome. Anything else, Brian? No, man. All right, Cam, I know you're getting that, getting ready to exercise that data plan, but what else you got going on? Um, let's see. I mean, obviously, hurricane prep as well. I'm, I'm actually a kind of a nut when it comes to that already. Like, I've before even all this happened, I've already had, like, you know, I got my year's worth of food. I got water. I got this. I got that. I got, you know, batteries. Uh, I, I, I have all that stuff that people, you know. So, really, when I went out, it was just to fill my car up with gas and, like, get just things that I just like to eat, not that I need to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like, yeah. all right, well, you know, just in case I want to have my like, you know, spicy hummus for the next, you know, couple of days. At <laughs> right. least, you know what I mean? So I wasn't like in a panic like everyone else was. Um, and then uh, I was telling Brian, like, you know, a pretty sizable house and just putting up my shutters. I'm so glad I sprung for like those accordion type yeah. shutters yeah. rather than the ones where you have to like drill up or whatever every time. Um, cause it was like, what it was, it was tough to write that check. Cause it was like a very big check to, to get those installed. But when I was doing it today and just like everyone else is like on ladders and like, and like, you know what I mean? Like yep. di- dying in the sun, putting them up. I'm just like, whoop, close, close it. <laughs> it's done, you know? So that was awesome. Um, it was well worth the money. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just trying to, get everything else uh taken care of i had my mom come over you know because she lives in a she lives in a condo but you know i'd rather her be here i think it's a little probably more structurally sound and and well you know knock on wood uh, a little better here at my place and we can all ride it out together plus i have you know two thousand board games so if the power goes out we don't need uh we don't need power nice um candles and board games and uh yeah that's it just uh doing that and then um uh, I was reading, uh, I read The Passage by Justin Cronin a mm. couple, a little while ago. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that book. I don't think so. Um, no. It's, it's really cool. It's like, it's, I don't know if I'd, cl- I wouldn't classify it as fantasy. Uh, it's more, I guess, like science fiction horror-ish, I guess. Um, it's like apocalypse. Um, the government creates these, like, uh, like basically like vampires you know what i mean they, they create this virus that turns these guys into vampires they're trying to weaponize it for military of course you know and then they break out and they just basically start infecting the world um and uh so the passage was the first book uh now i'm reading the sequel to it that the tw- it's called the 12 because originally there were 12 test subjects and each one of those test subjects basically created an army once they got out of their containment unit they started an army everyone they bit or or who got bit by one of their followers became like controlled by that one main guy of the 12 or whatever um and so it's about like this you know ragtag group of uh of survivors that are trying to you know take back the planet basically so it's pretty cool pretty good uh definitely interesting and uh was doing that did some uh, board gaming at the Adventure Game Store, um, you know, we're putting together our event, our uh, our Rogue One event for for the movies, and uh, we're going to be having some uh, some events at the Adventure Game Store where you can win, like a tournament. Like we might have a love letter tournament, we might have some other tournaments, uh, gaming tournaments, and if you win, then one of the prizes will be you know a ticket or two to uh, our Rogue One our Rogue One. Uh, uh, movie movie video or whatever movie theater experience uh so that's cool and um that's been about my week yeah hurricanes and board games some post-apocalyptic 
reading, uh, among, reading other, yeah. among other things, on the eve of yes. the apocalypse. Did you say yeah. Rogue One movie experience? Yes, Rogue One movie experience. Wow. <laughs> A little teaser. Yeah. Wow, I hope I'm invited. <laughs> you got to win. Yeah, hopefully I you can. You got to win love letter. <laughs> you got to play to win. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's about it for me. Nice. Glad you're all battened down, and that brings it around to me. Yeah. As we uh, prepare to be destroyed by this. I mean, I, I, I hate to sound like I'm making light of it, but it, this thing does sound pretty gnarly. Um. Uh, yeah, we're, I'm over at my uh, significant other. Uh, sorry, my companion's parents' house. They are up wisely shopping for real estate in Seattle. So uh, I am here. We put up shutters all day today, and, and basically have got all kinds of provisions ready to go. You know, in the way of uh, donuts and chips and other necessities <laughs> to, <laughs> to ride out of store, <laughs> and um, lots of water. Yeah, I agree that like it seems like a crazy overreaction. Well, not really. I almost hate overreaction, but you can't find a bottle of water like on a shelf anywhere. Oh, I meant to I meant to say this in my in my sorry Tom, I didn't mean to hijack. No, it's fine. I uh, so you know I'm Brian and I are both like notorious night owls, right? So I figured like because I got up, I, I went out early yesterday and like in the morning and figured people are going to be at work. I'll be able to go through get whatever I need, you know. And, uh, the, um, the, uh, still like all of the, all the racks for water everywhere, Costco, whatever, wherever I went, uh, Walmart, they were totally empty. Right. So I went out in the middle of the night last night, like four in the morning to the, uh, all night Walmart just to figure it. All right. They're going to restock overnight. I can just go in. No one's going to be there. It was still packed at that time. And they had like one pallet of water that they brought out. And people were like clawing at it, clawing at it, like you would have thought it was like the last scrap of food in the world. Oh my god! I can't imagine. People were fighting. People were like, "There's a line! Get in the back of the line, you asshole!" People were screaming at each other. It was. I, I was just sitting there watching. I should have videoed it for like World Star or something. But <laughs> are you, wait, are you a World Star? Uh, for... <laughs> no, but it's just funny. When I'm the world star. Yeah, you got to shout war, World Star while you're videoing it too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. We have some half-baked plan to go to like Safeway tonight at like one in the morning. You know, nobody will be there. They'll get a shipment of water in. But, you know, realistically, I would probably end up getting in a knife fight with somebody over a, yeah. <laughs> a bottle of water. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we, we have it. We have a fair amount here. I think we're going to be okay. But if not, yeah. you know, we'll dehydrate and die. Yeah. I have one of those. They're called. I have a bunch of those survival straws. Have you heard of those? Oh, they like let oh, you yeah. drink like toilet water, basically. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. like just like it looks like it's just like just like long straw. You can just like drink any water, and it like makes it clean. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I, honestly, I again, I think water is usually the first thing they bring back online, at least in my experience. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that that's the case this time too. Uh, anyway, yeah. Preparing for the hurricane, and uh, I'm gonna got my 3ds that I could hopefully. I think we have a generator, so I should be able to at least play that. <laughs> <laughs> your generator for your 3ds? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it could be used for other purposes, but as long as I get my 3ds plugged in, I'm fine with that. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. Apart from that, I mean, that, that's pretty much it, man. Just been keeping like uh, keeping busy with these with these preparations and. Uh, 
yeah, I, I think some news may may come across the bow related to this, but um, whatever you do, don't take climate change seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. And uh, with that, that concludes my update and our weekly, geekly, geekly, weekly updates. And brings us around to the news stravaganza with intrepid weather reporter uh, Cat5 Cam. Yes, Cosmonaut Cam is here. Yes. Uh, so yeah, um, No Man's Sky, which I know uh, Brian is a huge fan of. Um, <laughs> yes. uh, apparently, the guy that runs the subreddit for it, um, his name is Rogue, something like that. Rogue. I want to get his name right because people are so pissed at him. Rogue Wolf, uh, with the O's being zeros. Um, he just decided one day, like he's like, you know what? Even though I have 150,000 freaking people subscribed to my subreddit, I'm pissed off at what it is, and I'm just going to just get rid of it. So he just shut it down abruptly, and he posted uh, – what the hell did he say? He's, his, his thing was so cheesy, too. Basically, he just was like, look, it's become like this hateful, terrible thing, and I hate hate speech, and I hate this and that, and I just want the world to be a better place, and so – See ya, and he just deleted the, whole, he just destroyed wow. the whole the whole community basically, and so people went ape shit, um, and so another mod got on and just basically tried to redo it and you know start it back up, but apparently people are like super super pissed. Were, were you were you a, a subredditor for that one, uh, Brian? Uh once upon a time, I mm, d- destroying a community like that's not necessarily uh, anything I can get behind, yeah. but. I don't know. You can only read how much a game sucks, like so many times. Like, there's not really anything to new to say either. You know, it's not like they patched a bunch in or anything. Like, mm, kind of a letdown. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah, oh, I found it here. So I purged the subreddit. It's become a hate-filled waste hole of no actual discussion. It's not what we intended it to be, and I don't like providing a platform for hate. I'm sorry for everyone who used the subreddit as intended, but you are now in the majority. Uh, I think he meant to say you are not in the majority. I'm sure you can find a different place to discuss this game. It's not hard. Uh, this was my decision of mine alone. The other moderators tried to sway my opinion, but cynicism got the best of me as usual. Wow. So let's just dissect, dissect that for a second. Um, what a, like, dramatic bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, seriously, like, if ever there was a, like, exhibit A of, like, millennials and their fucking self-importance and idiocy, I mean, that's it right there. Uh, you, sorry, you, you gotta be a special type to, to moderate, I think, like, like that. Especially one so big, like. Yeah. I mean, it's just, God, who got, what the fuck, man? Like, people are there, they're obviously using it, they're having a good time, and then, like, you gotta come in, and because you think you don't like what someone said, you just wanna just cut it off? Like, I don't know, man. I, I, one thing that I, I actually do like about online communities is, it's it's not any one person. Like, you know, he may have started it one way, but clearly that's where the community took it. Right. So, I mean, if you're going to belong to a community, it, it is bigger than you. Right. Like, step down, you know, let someone else mod it, do, do whatever, but to wipe it out because you don't like it. Uh, yeah, that's the basically I'm going to take my ball and go home. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. 
so it's ridiculous. So because I'm not having fun, 150,000 other people are not going to have fun. You know what I mean? Like this individual will never will never get that level of satisfaction out of anything again, and never will that person be in a position to like be able to take such a big ball home. I think so. Yeah, ah, he probably read its thirty other boards. Yeah, with one hundred fifty thousand followers, That's, that seems pretty big, though, doesn't it? Yeah, but you're probably you know what, Brian, you're right. <laughs> he probably yeah. has one hundred fifty other boards with a thousand people on him each, right? Well, he might have. Uh, I mean, he might have caught lightning a bottle with Overwatch. You know, maybe he maybe he mods other boards, but it might be like Wait, over, you know, Overwatch bro- or uh, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Sky. I'm sorry, I was thinking about Overwatch. Uh, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe he might have caught lightning in a bottle with that. Do you think he's probably a serial like mod, uh, moderator, though, Brian? Or if this is, I mean, you can just look. You know, everybody has their profile or whatever. But if you, this is probably not the same Rogue Wolf. You can just check who they are. No, no, that was he's not a moderator of anything else. Oh, okay. Very unlikely. This is the same one. Hmm. Well, speaking of dicks, um, a man. <laughs> A man that was fired for watching porn on his work laptop. Whoops. Sued and won. Oh. You guys know I love these gitchy uh, legal stories. Uh, it's always in Australia, or I feel like. it's just, <laughs> Australians are awesome. Um, the guy was basically had no shame about just viewing porn on his, on his work laptop. Um, he never did it, like, while he was at work. He, it was always, like, after hours pretty much. Like, you know, it didn't – basically, they couldn't make a claim that, like, it affected his work performance. It was just the fact that there was, like, porn being viewed on his on his laptop. So they fired him, and he took it to, you know, one of their whatever. Apparently, they have, I'm sure they have a much better, like, review and appeals process or whatever, or, like, you know, sanction boards that look at this kind of thing. And uh, they said, look, we don't even care – uh, you know, about any of that, whether or not, you know, whether you did it while you're supposed to be working, whether, you know, it was poor judgment, whatever, um, your employer did not explicitly forbid you from looking at porn on your laptop. And so you win, good sir. And here's, uh, $10,000 that the, your employer needs to pay you. Basically. Wow. Yeah. So he, he won a lawsuit for $10,000 for wrongful termination. Wow. Yeah. Wow, so you better spell it out pretty explicitly if you don't want your people to as you view explicit things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've done some of that, like employment law stuff, and uh, I mean, only enough to be dangerous. But that, that, like, it's it's depending on what state you're in. I mean, I don't know about Australia, obviously, but depending on what state you're in, like, if you're in California, oh God help you, you know. But depending on what state you're in, like, there's a lot of things that you can really get tripped up on, and so like. Uh, and that's really the only way that's how people like get learn you know what i mean it's like now i'm sure those people are that company's revamping its whole like policy you know what i mean but it sucks to have to get stung by that and then by a guy that was clearly like misusing like company hardware i mean i'm not like i think it's funny like you know good job guy but like really when you look at it it's like if you're an employer you don't want your people looking at porn on a laptop right <laughs> no i would think not uh you know i like Laptop. I mean, you can you can get a porn laptop pretty inexpensively. Yeah, just keep it. You know, just in case there's viruses or whatever, just use that yeah. one exclusively. You know, to, to a couple hundred bucks and you're good to go. Um, yeah. So that was that. Um, and uh, speaking of train wrecks on screens, um, the Solo Affleck DC film is simply going to be called The Batman. 
Nice. I love it. So instead of, you know, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns, all, I mean, basically all the previous movies, except for those like cartoony ones back in the day, have not had the, the actual title of Batman as Batman. Um, so I guess they are going to call it the Batman because I think they want to like basically put the, th- you know, put it out there that, hey, this is the definitive Batman. So get, get over it. This is the Batman and we don't care about anything else. So let's see how Affleck does with it. Uh, speaking of big overbloated movies, you can go watch all of the Harry Potter films next week uh, in IMAX. Oh, so, so wow! One one week you can watch all of the Harry Potter mo- Harry Potter movies uh, in a row in IMAX. That at, that at might the, be kind of cool. Yeah, I I think I might catch a couple. I'm not don't, gonna watch all. Of them, don't think I missed uh, you characterizing Batman as over <laughs> over bloated or something yeah. <laughs> before you segue yeah. to that though. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm a sympathizer for these DC films, man. No, I, I do too. I, I'm, I'm, I, if it was Marvel, I would have said the same thing. I, I, I just meant you know just you know big budget bloated films, uh, monster hit you know box office films. Uh, but yeah, so if you want to watch Harry Potter, Harry Potter on the big screen or IMAX screen, you can do that next week. And hopefully there will be screens left, um, and climate change will not have fuel of this hurricane that's barrel- <laughs> barreling down on us. Um, so, uh, and something to help with that was the Paris Accords, the the Paris Climate Change Pact. Yeah, uh, which was passed today, ratified today by enough. Uh, uh, nations for it to be in force and effect. And so within, I think 30 to 60 days, it, it takes effect. And so, uh, you know, polluting nations, beware, you're going to have to really do something to, uh, fix the problem. Uh, us beware. Um, yeah. 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 Do, do you know if we ratified it? Uh, I'm pretty sure because Obama was like making a whole big deal about it today. Okay. I, I, for some reason I thought like the Congress was holding that up or something, but, um, so was it the U S like it, they needed a majority to, in order to ratify it, but does that mean people who didn't or, a majority to ratify it to carry it forward? But does that mean countries who didn't are somehow bound by it too? Or, well, okay. So that's international law. And that was actually one of my favorite classes in law school. And actually I worked in international <laughs> law. I, I, I worked at the world bank and at, at the, uh, I was an intern at the, at the world bank and at the embassy of Pakistan. Um, it's it's basically if you don't if you don't ratify it, you know the, the UN looks at each nation state as their own sovereign entity. Whether you're like a little teeny tiny country or a big country, you know, um, you have to be a signatory to a treaty for it to be for you to be bound by it. I see. Now, now that doesn't mean that you can just get off scot free by saying forget it I'm not going to do it. They put a, a ton of pressure on different countries for different things. You know what I mean? So the US, you know, if they haven't so I'm pretty sure they have. I'm going to check but like if they haven't they're going to be under immense pressure uh from the world community for them to ratify it. Okay. And, and I mean odds are a lot of countries are signatories to some previous UN treaty of it would be bound because by that maybe or you know well the the predecessor for this was the um kyoto, kyoto Pro- protocols yes yeah, okay I believe we were i don't know i'll have to look back I, I think we and china were like the only two holdouts on that or something ridiculous 
Yeah, but, but, uh, I, be- but I believe the U.S. has agreed. Let's okay, good. The, yeah. Yeah. Earlier today, the United States and China announced that they would formally ratify the Paris Climate Agreement, and that was back on September oh, good. 30th. Okay, and we're and we're the two biggest offenders, so that's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's great. All right. So, awesome. so even so, regardless of whether or not we were part of the Kyoto Protocols, we are now part of the Paris, uh, the the Paris Climate Change Pact. So, great. Which well. which which will not solve all of our problems, but will hopefully at least you know let's like we talk about all the time, like you know baby steps. You don't gotta yeah. You don't gotta you don't gotta hit a home run right out of the park. Let's start with a single and move up. Right. Let's 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 not do as much damage as we could and then work our way to maybe reversing some of the damage. Right. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. Cool. So like we're almost there. Let's just hope like some bombastic loudmouth doesn't, Oh, that's kind of redundant. <laughs> Win the white house and steer us in some wrong direction. Yeah, <laughs> not saying yeah. that's anyone in particular. Yeah. <laughs> God, he was just taking his victory lap today about Pen- Pence's uh, performance last night. I didn't it, see it to Pence. To- Do Pence win that? I mean, it it, it is pretty much a consensus that Pence won the debate last night, Um, only because the other guy was so bad. Um, He just kept interrupting. He just kept like it was all like pre-canned responses, and uh, you know, he's just basically attacking Trump, which I think was probably Clinton's Clinton's strategy anyway. You know, it was just like go in there, just hammer Trump. It doesn't really matter. Like, you know what I mean? We just want to get like basically badmouth Trump. But yeah, Pence, uh, Pence won, and so you know, uh, Obama, uh, Obama, Trump basically has been gloating about it all day today. I, I'm sure, I'm sure he, uh, I'm sure in a, in a very measured and, and thoughtful way, he's you know he's he's voiced his approval of the performance of his running mate. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently he's he's kind of scared of Sunday. I guess they got the next debate on Sunday with Hillary, and. Uh, He's like basically cleared his whole schedule from like now until Sunday. Oh, that well. <laughs> so like to prepare for you know. So we'll listen, you t- listen, you're terrible. You- okay, I'm yeah. not gonna stop. I just I don't wanna get political. I I, <laughs> I I might be voting for Trump. You don't. You, you never know. You never yeah, know. You never know. Yeah, we give equal time, right? E- equal- <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's really difficult when you're in conversations with people to not immediately know who they are or are voting for. I, I find so. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, so politics, right? Um, yeah. So that's the news. Segue, for, I guess, from climate change to uh, our topic. Yeah, which is getting off the planet. <laughs> yeah. um, I think, uh, apropos, given the current climate, and especially <laughs> when we're like, you know, no scientist will claim that a hurricane was caused by climate change because they're like say whatever you want about scientists. Like they will not assert something unless they're like 100% sure pretty much. But the conditions uh, for are more favorable for hurricanes, the warmer the world gets from what I understand. And so as this hurricane whose existence or strength may be partially attributable to climate change bears down on us. It seems really appropriate that we consider a topic that Elon Musk has described as humanity's like only chance of survival, which is getting the hell off the planet. Right. And um, so I guess, Brian, you, you pointed this one out. I thought this was great. What was it? Was it last week? I think Elon Musk basically said, okay, we're not screwing around. We're going to like get this Mars mission going by like 2024. Like that's, that's happening. He flat out like threw the gauntlet down. Right. Which is, I mean, damn, that's ambitious. 
And like, I'm like, wow, that's like the only company doing this. Well, then Brian, this week you discover another story, which I think is awesome. Uh, no, no less a company than Boeing. It's like, wait a minute. No, wait, hold on. No, we, we are the ones that go to space. Like this is our job and we're going to, those are our contracts. <laughs> well, <laughs> which I'm fine with. I'm picking on them, but I'm not, I'm not making fun. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Like we're going to be selling the 797 space liner, not you. But I mean, I think it's great that this company that is synonymous with aerospace uh, feats is like, oh, okay, wait, these, these, these little uh, startups are, are doing this. Well, no, 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 Boeing, Boeing's playing too. And they've announced that they're going to be the ones taking us to Mars. Like the first, I think the quote was something to the effect of the first sp- uh, people brought to Mars are going to be brought on a Boeing spacecraft. And damn, that's like, I- I'm like kind of giddy in the wake of hearing that. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I'm super excited, especially because they're basically two American companies. Yeah. And I'm sure some Russian company is going to want in on this. I'm sure some Chinese company is going to want in on this. Like, I think this is just the start, you know, and maybe I'm hopeful, but I think it could catch on. Well, I'm I'm really hopeful, too, that the government will step in and be like, all right, we're going to give you guys some funding as well. You know what I mean? Because it's like ridiculous like it's it's something like if it would take like one person to go there it's like 200 million dollars but if, if you're sending a lot of people there it, you can like drive the price that's why i think elon musk wanted to drive the price down to like two hundred thousand dollars a person yeah you know yeah. Or, or not it wasn't millions it was like billion 10 billion or something like that it would cost for like one person to fly to, to to mars but if you can if they can work it out where it's like these reusable rockets that go back and forth um, they can really make it economical. I mean, I guess in a sense for people to go there and, uh, if the government were to step in and be like, Hey, we know you might not have 200 grand lying around. Cause you know, some people will just have 200 grand and be like, okay, yeah, I want to go. But then if the government were to come in and say, Hey, you know, we'll provide the 200 grand. If you go there and you provide us a service for like five years or whatever, or do something like, you know what I mean? Like you, uh, you man, the, whatever Works for the americas yeah exactly you know so, well indenture i don't want to say <laughs> well, indentured servitude but you know what i mean but, but, but you, whatever you, you want to call it you're saying, yeah. something, you're saying something like the charters that were drawn up to to induce people to to go explore right exactly yeah, well, yeah. You know, we'll pay we'll pay your way and just you know i mean i'm sure we'll have you know if, if, if we'll have better controls over you know what exactly <laughs> they're doing over there like russian sex trade like yeah okay we pay for you to go <laughs> like yeah, I, I I like the, uh, I mean, it, it was roundly criticized, but I liked I liked it when the government was like, okay, like mundane spacelift, like into the you know, up to the space station and stuff. We're gonna let the private sector take over that. We're gonna we're gonna stick with exploration stuff. Um, and so what I was expecting was that NASA would be the ones putting someone on Mars. NASA would be the ones going to Europa. NASA, NASA would be the ones doing all this, and SpaceX and Boeing and. Um, What's the other? There's another big rocket company, another spacelift company. Um, oh, I can't think of it right now. Something. Oh, it'll cut to me. There's a, but it's there's the, it's the Virgin guy, right? Isn't it? Well, he has Virgin Galactic, and then there's another private. Um, maybe if somebody wants to Google it, there's another private like rocket company. I think the Oracle guy might be backing it. Larry Ellison. I don't man. I, I the name of it's always on the tip of my tongue. Uh, there's, looks like Virgin Galactic, X-Core, Ad Astra, Boeing, Orbital Sciences, Orbital, Sierra. Orbital Sierra Sciences, Nova. I think. Okay. Yeah. Sierra, that's another one? Yeah. 
Sierra Nevada. Yeah. Didn't they make computers for us? <laughs> that was Sierra Online, the oh, <laughs> video, okay. video game company. Yeah. I think I was thinking of Orbital Sciences, but um, my thought was they were going to take, would be in the lucrative business of shuttling stuff up to space and, you know, and, and like launching pay, payloads for the Air Force and for commercial satellite operators and all this other stuff. And the risky stuff is going to be undertaken by government agencies. But now we're seeing these private companies being like, no, we'll do the risky stuff too. And yeah. I'm with you, Cam. I, for, for some reason, I still feel like there should be a role. Uh, government should still have a role. Uh, some, some, some sort of loose oversight role and possibly a funding role. Yep. I, I will kind of defend them. NASA did get there first. They just didn't send a guy, which right. I think is, is probably the way of the future. Why send somebody there to die when you can just like lose a robot? I mean, sorry, robots, but... Well, that's an interesting... It's interesting that you put it that way because NASA is very hesitant to put people up there because they're, from a purely scientific standpoint, we could send a robot up there at no risk to human life and do all this science up there. That's their reasoning, and on our like a lot of science, a lot. Yeah, and and with an inexhaustible science scientist that can trudge across the Martian landscape, you know, until it runs out of solar power. Um, and with their shoestring budget, and you know, people are always, you know, there's always the uh, refrain: "We still have potholes on Earth. Why are we bothering with space?" They get a lot done. I think, I think these private spacelift companies or these private aerospace companies, they're in the business of like inspiration and wow like what a major coup would be to put a human being on mars right um and they're not they're not answerable to some congressional subcommittee like what's the scientific value of this you know because some guy read a took an earth space science class when he was in ninth grade <laughs> you know <laughs> um i don't know the, my theory so, so basically i'm surprised that these guys are these guys are taking the initiative on this uh, interplanetary travel but i think the reason they're doing it is because maybe NASA's constrained. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I think it's just a bunch of billionaires that have too much money, but <laughs> I, that's fine. I mean, that's good. I, you know, and I think they're all sort of, you know, having a pissing contest. I think Tom, <laughs> you, you might've been thinking about blue origin, Jeff Bezos company, the Bezos company. Maybe. What's, oh, Oh, Jeff Bezos. He has, uh, yeah, he blue, has a rocket blue company. or blue origin. Is yeah. The name of the, yeah. 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 That, that's his, that's his company. Yeah. yeah he's also, yeah. A, he's also a guy with a lot of money. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. So I think these guys are all like, they realize, I mean, I, I think they, obviously they do have an altruistic side and they want to like, you know, for, you know, push society and, and us as humans as a whole forward. Um, but I really think it's very similar to the, robber barons of you know 80 100 years ago where they're at the point where money really is insignificant to them the the the, the, the wealth that they control and, and have acquired buying the next you know whatever lamborghini or whatever bugatti doesn't matter to them what matters to them is their legacy at this point mm. you know so i think that is what they're with elon musk especially i, I feel like i don't know the guy I, I i love everything he does and obviously i've never met him or whatever but i feel like the things he's doing is yes for the betterment of mankind with like you know tesla and 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 uh you know trying to do the uh the whole mars thing but i also think you know he wants his uh zephram cochran you know uh <laughs> statue <laughs> yeah, you know pointing at four, 400 yeah pointing, pointing to the mars. stars yeah, yeah. exactly you yeah. know what i mean 400 500 years from now i i feel like that is a driving force as well 
I, I agree. And I mean, honestly, in my fantasies of becoming like a multi-zillionaire, like business and technology uh, magnate, I, I always imagine like they always have a component of me then using my vast wealth to do something grand like that to fix some great problem on earth. Like Bill Gates is out, like trying to eradicate disease. That's his mission right. is to make life better here on earth. These guys want to get us off earth. It's ultra, it's self-serving altruism, but I'll take it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I mean, it's good. That's what is it? What do they call it? The noblesse oblige? Um, I don't know. I didn't, go, it. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> go to your fancy law school. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, uh, I mean, yeah, it's good. But, but I mean, I think that's, that's how these guys play with each other. You know what I mean? It's not, it's when you've got what they've got already. Okay. You built another big skyscraper. Who cares? Um, now it's like, oh, well I got this, I got to Mars first. How about you? You know what I mean? Which, which is good. I mean, that's, if that propels us forward as a species and as a, as a, you know, society, then great. You know, I think it comes down to that basically. To play, you know, don't go to space until all the potholes are filled to play that, <laughs> to play pothole fillers advocate for a second. Couldn't one of them just run for president? I mean, you know, that would have helped. Yeah. <laughs> <Too>. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could th- some other, uh, billionaires i can think of have other have other plans for their money and includes running for public office but yeah maybe when they're older you know i mean a lot of these guys are still relatively young men you, you know yeah yeah they are they are yeah. what do you think brian you think this is a case of these you know here, here we've got some high-minded people who have a gazillion dollars and they're like well why not why not push the envelope for humanity yes but i i, I do agree but also i mean they're probably actually going to make profit off of this in the long run so it it's a sound business decision no matter how high-minded they might be and and i think that kind of you know genius entrepreneur is probably the type of person that does understand like earth is getting pretty full and there's not i mean you know you need to do the next big thing if you're going to make, you know, even more zillions. No, you're right. You're right. Well, yeah. And I mean, if you want to like look back at like sort of like when the people came here, the settlers to America, you know, a lot of those guys were just, you know, unfortunately slaves and stuff like that. But a lot of them were people trying to escape oppression. But many of them were, hey, let's go over there and see what we can get. You know what I mean? Like see what we can plunder over there. I mean, Europe's full. So let's go over there and see what kind of spices and gold or whatever we can bring back and become vastly wealthy. And a lot of them did become hugely wealthy. They did. They did indeed. I read a pretty interesting defense of this because I, I, oh my God, I, I, I don't know why I did this, but I got into a lot of like um, crazy like conspiracy theory reading last night about how like we already had we've had military bases on mars for years and we're just now like (laughs) admitting it to the public and crazy shit but a lot of people were kind of incensed that like oh you know the government's letting these companies go do that and and someone brought up like the east india company explored much more of the world than any government right right um not really any different i mean well, Cam, you you could correct me if I if I'm wrong here, but weren't some of the first like corporations as we understand them today created for the purpose of of exploring? I, yeah, I believe the Dutch East India Company was. I'm, don't quote me on this, but I think it might have been the first ever corporation. Right, I believe you are correct. 
what, you know, if, if anyone has ever listened to this podcast, they know my philosophy. It's money, money, dri- money and sex drives everything. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Know, you know what I mean? Like money is the single motivator. It's the only way you can either incentivize people to do something or stop them from doing something. You know, you, you either make them want to do something by set, by providing the possibility of vast riches or you tell them that they're going to lose tons of riches if they continue to do something or you smack them for and, and make them lose a bunch of riches because, <laughs> you know, and that that's like activism, activist lawsuits and things like that. You know, like look at the tobacco industry and look at, you know, all these other, you know, no change will occur good or bad without the possibility of something being lost, something of, of great value, which of course is money to most people. Um, and then sex, of course, uh, it's typically the nerd that doesn't get any sex that <laughs> wants to, goes out and wants to make a ton of money and does all these things so they can get a lot of sex. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I think that, uh, that is, that's the model we need to use on a lot of things. Again, like, like, uh, I, I'm going to buy, I've already made the decision that I'm going to buy the, uh, the Tesla three when it comes out. Yes. That's a, nice. uh, you know, semi affordable, uh, Tesla, you know, so instead of a hundred grand, you're paying like 35, 40 grand. Right. Um, but even with that, um, they're providing, you know, the government is doing, I think the right thing. They're providing a bunch of tax credits, you know, which for me is huge because I'm all, you know, I, I'm unfortunately not like Trump and don't pay any taxes. I pay a huge amount of taxes. <laughs> and so any tax credit to me is, is money that's directly – if I get a $7,000 tax credit, that that is $7,000 into my pocket. You right. know what I mean? Right. $7,000 I don't have to put in the check that I write to the IRS. So um, yeah, I, I mean that's the only way to incentivize people to do things is, is, to, is to make it financially viable or provide them with the – the, the you know the idea that they can acquire vast wealth by doing something maybe they got well they couldn't have done this on purpose but indirectly the government is subsidizing uh, SpaceX because uh, that's Elon Musk's other venture so right. you know by enriching by enriching Tesla you're enriching him and then he I'm sure is pumping money straight into SpaceX yeah although I read a kind of disturbing article uh, about Elon Musk uh, uh, he, He's, I think he's in like a bit of a cash crunch. Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess he, so Tesla is a moneymaker, right? Yeah. Um, but he's got this other company, um, Solar City. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. yeah, it's all about solar or whatever. And I, and I guess that is like a fucking dog. You know what I mean? And so he is, he, I guess he's folded the two companies together, um, in, in hopes of trying to, I guess, collateralize or, or, or basically bundle all the debt together so that he can get enough money to pay for both or, or to keep his solar city from going under solar city solar city is hampered by unfortunately by regulations um well I, this is kind of well it actually it's kind of related because it's also about the future um they do things i uh, the way i understand it is like it's a, a lease to own almost kind of a solar panel thing so they'll yeah. come to you as a homeowner or a development and say, listen, the cost of these solar panels is really high. We'll install them for you and you pay them off you pay them off by letting us sell you back power. In other right. words, the power you generate is worth a certain amount. We're gonna charge you so much and then th- through that through that purchase agreement, you're gonna end up buying the panels from us. I think that's like one of the programs that they have. I yeah. think. 
And uh, you can see why that's a problem because as soon as you go to set up shop at a state, who's the first person running to the governor's door to, <laughs> to you know, to guarantee their 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 sanctioned monopoly, the uh, the power companies, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's tough. Well, yeah, yeah, because I mean, I guess he he announced plans to merge the two companies, and people are saying it's 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 basically just a bailout of Solar City by Tesla, because back all right. So in 2012, Solar City had 208 million dollars in debt, which for a company that size is nothing. You know, same thing. Uh, Tesla in June tw- 2012 had a 401 million dollars in debt. Um, in 2016 of June. Solar City had 2.8 billion in debt. Whoa! And June, uh, and June 2016, Tesla had 3 billion in debt. Now, Tesla, a lot of that has to do with them ramping up the production for the cars, you know, and having to like build the new facilities yeah, and sure. do all that stuff or whatever. Solar City, though, I think is just like a fucking dump. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like I think that 2.8 billion well, is just debt that like they don't know how they're going to repay. Th- well, th- think about that though, Ken. Like, you're you have to have the capacity to install these systems. So you have to build all that out. You have to, or, or you have to have, you have to get suppliers for all your raw materials, right? They just, like, not that I know the business, but I'm just saying, like, think about all oh, the. Oh, it's initial- a huge undertaking, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a bunch of like capital investment and and you know sunk costs to just to get it off the ground. I'm sure. And then to be but, stymied, to be stymied, at, you know, at every turn by some, right? You know, some hurdles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that's got to make it. You're, that's got to make things tough. Absolutely. So. I'm hoping that uh, you know he can, <laughs> you know he can he can manage that. And I mean, I think once they start selling these Tesla threes, and and you know, like I think his cash flow will be a lot more, uh, you, you know, healthy. But uh, that's not they're 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 basically saying you're not going to get your new Tesla until like end of next year at best. So a lot can happen. You're voting with your dollars by that car cam. You're you're doing some social good. Oh yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think just that, I mean, a long answer to your question. I mean, I think uh, I, I think economics is the only way to, to push things along, not politics. And, and even in politics, I mean, you've got to incentivize these freaking senators and governors for them to vote for your, your plan, um, you know, either implicitly by, you know, saying, oh, we're going to bring jobs to your state and this and that, or just, you know, a suitcase full of cash. But, I mean, whatever gets it done, right? <laughs> See, it's becoming increasingly clear that these guys don't care, you know, what you do as long as you give them the money. I really think if we just just broke the earth apart, we could get some gas out of it. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. Let's just destroy the earth, put huge holes in it, and then force like the force stuff out of it with high pressure. And that won't cause any any issues. No. Is that not like indicative of what like a desperation play? Where we're, like, we we can't like readily drill oil out of the ground anymore, so we're gonna like f- force it out with like yeah by injecting these chemicals. Yeah, I feel like it's like we're like Krypton. You know what I mean? Like, we're like the last <laughs> stages of Krypton. You know, we really are. We are. I mean, well, and that makes it even like we have to get the baby, the space baby, off the planet now. We right. have to. Right. It's gotta happen. Uh, oh man, they should name the fucking first rocket Kal-El. <laughs> they should. They should. Actually, that, oh boy. All right, I'm gonna get politically incorrect, but Kal-El sounds a little too. Terrorist nowadays, they wouldn't want to do oh anything, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. What's he, an Arab? 
Whatever you add the syllables with an L after it. It's yeah, L, 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 syllables. You know what I was thinking the other day? You know what I was thinking the other day? Like, somebody um, posted a thing on Facebook, and it was a picture of, like, Disney. It, the Google term was Disney Villa with Big Doze. And it was showing, like, different villains. And it showed, like, the bad guy from Aladdin. Yeah. But on Jafar. the same. Yeah, Jafar. But then on the same picture, for whatever reason, or on the, on the same results page, the very last picture was a photo of Osama bin Laden. But it and only got me... Exactly the same? <laughs> well, not, not especially, but it got me thinking, like, other than, the, other than the pronunciation, like, we accept Aladdin as this hero because we, like, anglicize the name, but I'm sure it's pronounced, like, Aladdin or something. Yeah, yeah, it's Al-Adin. Yeah. Right, which probably bin Laden is not too far off. Like, Right, exactly. <laughs> Just... <laughs> it got me thinking. Like it's it's really, it's all the pronunciation. Oh yeah, it's it's homogenized for sure. <laughs> you call it Kalel, you're good. But you want to call it Kalel? We're not gonna, gonna, we're not gonna get it off the ground, man. <laughs> no, but then, then it might be like people might pronounce it Khalil, and then they're like, oh no, that's too black. We're gonna just like, <laughs> oh, an ethnic, an ethnic thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God. Uh, wow, we're really far afield. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Regardless of dating, I did want to get back to the question of motivation. So we were saying, like, you know, there there was a kind of uh, maybe a self-serving altruism in play. That makes sense for the Elon Musk, you know, the, 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 the uh, on a lark merging corporation types like Elon Musk. Like, yeah, I don't like the way this one's performing. Let me just smash them together. Um, you know, the, these, like, billionaire, like, masters of the universe. But... What's Boeing's motivation? I think that lends credence to the fact that there's, to to what uh, Brian was saying, there's money to be made here because, like, Mr. Boeing isn't alive anymore to want a legacy pointed at the stars. Um, Yeah, I I think they realize that that's, you know, they're only going to go so far with, like, government contracts of fighters and jets and, you know, whatever, American Airlines and whatever, they're airliners. So they're probably for looking for the next line of business. Yeah. there's got to be a little bit of of pride there because quick name two airline manufacturers Airbus and Boeing. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's it. Concord. <laughs> They're defunct. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, does anybody else like like McDonald Douglas, Lockheed Martin? Uh, try to think of some other ones off the top of my head. But haven't they all more or less been folded into Boeing at this point? Like who else manufactures besides Airbus and Boeing are the two that come to mind? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't stay up on aviation, but yeah, I mean, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think they have to, but you know what I mean. I think they have to though. To you know, there's only so much you can grow down here on the planet, you know. And so for them, I think the natural next growth line would be space. Yeah, and I'm sure, and I'm sure we probably don't even know this, but I'm sure they, I'm sure Boeing and these guys have been involved in like a lot of space exploration, like like with NASA. You know what I mean? As like, oh, maybe government subcontractors. Like, so I'm sure they've been in this business for many years already. I know. So, yeah, they have. They have. But yeah. I, I know Boeing. Like Boeing built at least portions of the like Saturn rockets and stuff back in the day. So, right. uh, but but Brian, is that did we kind of get to your point there? Like, name aerospace companies. Boeing comes to mind, of course. As a matter of pride, they're yeah. not going to cede this territory, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Whatever else you come up with, like Boeing is almost always right there. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like you'd be like the super duper Walkman. Like, <laughs> you, you made a Walkman and then you didn't come up with the iPad or iPod. <laughs> right, and right. How'd you screw that up? Like, Sony. Yeah. <laughs> so every plane ever made, but a plane in space, you guys didn't make that connection, huh? Well, no, there's no air to go over and under the wings. How, how would that work? Right. I mean, I like my disc, man. <laughs> yeah. It's got a skip buffer of three seconds. Yeah, and it was like you locked it in, and I could take it in the, like near the water. <laughs> it was yellow, bright yellow. <laughs> I remember those actually. Yeah, Brian, that's a that's a good point. I, I there's something to be said for the presti- the prestige and for showing that, like, yeah, commercially we are viable. Like, we will get your stuff into space too. I and, can't imagine how much money Boeing has made off of, you know, government contracts and, and just that name recognition. Like, how, Jesus Christ, how much does one plane cost? And and they make, like, a considerable portion of all the planes. Right. For them for them not to be the leader would just, I mean, a disgrace. Like, At least in the game, right? Like, for Boeing... And billions the lost, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... That makes sense. And I mean, even if like the manned mission to Mars is largely a vanity project, like the, the guy's like statement, like it's going to be a Boeing vessel that gets people to Mars first. That says a lot like that. That really does say a lot now, now that it's not just an, it's not necessarily the American flag. It's, it's like the corporate flag is going to be planted there first, potentially. And uh, well, I'm not really sure how I feel about that, but. <laughs> Can you imagine that? It's like the guy goes out there and puts down the SpaceX flag. That would, that would actually make me, like, my heart hurt a little bit, probably, I would say. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, look, are we one world or not? Because if we're not going to plant an Earthican flag, you got to plant something. Well, yeah. what's the flag are of Are we Earth? embracing globalization or no? Well, no. I, I, I just have that, like, remembrance of, like, when I was a kid and seeing that, that like, flag of the of the united states like sitting there on the moon you know what i mean like thinking like wow like that guy is there on the moon with that flag you know what i mean like uh i mean i think it happened before i was born but like just all the pictures yeah yeah, 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 it's like holy holy crap you know no i I think they they gotta do the american flag right (laughs) i would hope maybe a conglomeration of flags <laughs> PC, you know what I mean? They all have to go into the ground at the same time. <laughs> well, there is no world flag. There's the United Nations flag, but like, is every country on Earth in the UN? Or, or just most? I mean, most. I really would love to see, like, you know, all of... I mean, it's going to be more than one dude. You could plant a bunch of flags. You could plant the flags for everybody on the trip. It doesn't have to be who paid for it. I mean... Yeah, but I mean, whoever paid for it is going to be like, screw you and your flags. I, I paid yeah. for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a brawl, a brawl breaking out on Mario? Who gets to put their stupid flag down first? Well, I mean, it's definitely going to be a big deal. Who's going to get off of the? Who's going to get off of the ship first? Yeah, who gets you know, the quote, like, man? Yeah, who, who gets to make the first quote? Who gets to put their first footsteps on Mars? Who gets to first plant all, that flag? It's going to be a tweet or, or, a, or a Snapchat or something stupid. Yeah. It's not going to be as memorable as like words coming back to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I haven't really thought ahead to that moment. I, I would have to think that they would respect the country they came from, but uh, these days, yeah, I'm not so sure. Yeah. But actually... The, 
You know how you get like the stadium naming rights now? You just pay for it. Yeah, like yeah, like your team plays at like the Tampax, you know, basketball arena or whatever. Now, yeah. are we <laughs> like, still BBDs or whatever? <laughs> oh, B- BBD Arena. <laughs> no, I, I think the Dolphin Stadium is now like, uh, it's something stupid again. Uh, was underwear for far too long. That was my that was my <laughs> dying flicker of interest in sports. BBD, BBD Stadium, Haynes Arena, uh, underwear, really. <laughs> I think we're like, I think we're like the uh, you know United Underwriters of Wisconsin or something stupid like that. It was uh, Sun Life Stadium, which was I think an insurance company. Nothing inspires a a team like Sun Life Stadium. Oh, it's, it's Hard Rock Stadium now. Actually, that's also dumb. I, I I'm sorry. I, Jesus. Yeah, you know they own that whole brand. Like, good on them. I just find that dumb. And so I guess my point is I really, you could just offer up like whatever corporate logo gets planted first. McDonald's. Yeah. We, we want the naming rights of the first flag. Uh, well, I would probably get some, uh, some backing. That would, be a, that would be a billion. That would be in the billions though, probably. As you step on Mars, what are your first words? I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm going to Disneyland yeah. as, soon as, we, as soon as we build it in 30 million years on, on Mars. You just landed on Mars. I'm going to Disneyland. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I think you guys are too, and I think we've basically established that fact for our audience for in sure. case there was any doubt. And I, Bowling threw down the gauntlet. I, I, I really yeah. like how they did it too. Yeah, I I kind of like the um, it's not hubris, but what is it when like the like veteran is like, how dare you, you know, um, when like the when like the veteran player demands respect and says, oh, you think you're gonna, you kids are gonna get one over on me? Um, yeah. It's not hubris. It's like, I don't know when when the veteran asserts himself or herself. I feel like that's what Boeing did here, yeah. right? And, they're and like, that, they're like, all right, that's nice, kid, but watch the watch Daddy do, you know, right, work right, yeah, which which legitimizes the the enterprise and and like really you know what i mean or or the effort and really just i think puts the weight of boeing behind it i don't know what else to put it yeah i I you know i don't know elon musk is this like upstart and a lot of people think he's a dreamer and he might do some things but uh it's going to mars and his whole approach was like yeah i'm gonna try to go to mars i think it's what we should do you know get on board or not, I'm going anyway. Boeing's just like, bitch, the first person's going to be on a Boeing rocket. That's the end of the story. <laughs> right. I mean, that's what makes me so happy because I know, like, Boeing has a history of like, no, no, we're doing this, it's happening. Yeah. And I, not that I don't necessarily want SpaceX to be there first, but I mean, I, I, the fact that there's a race and, like, as credible a player as Boeing is now a participant in the race, man, this is really exciting. Hmm. He uh, uh, he just this year turned the age of eligibility to run for president, but looks like he was born in Pretoria, South Africa, so he couldn't nope. be president. Couldn't we don't want president. some s- stick is real. Yeah. We just had eight years of a foreigner. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's born in Zimbabwe or whatever the hell is it? Uh, well, Kenya uh, or whatever. Actually, during the if I don't know if he's saw the first presidential debate, but Trump finally conceded that Obama was born in America. So, oh, did he? Oh, okay. Glad we settled that finally. Here, here's a little weirdness though, and 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 just we're going off topic, but whatever. Um, sure, whatever. So apparently, 
he was married to a woman. All right, he's married to a woman named Tallulah Riley. Okay, but he was married to her. Tallulah Riley Musk. But he was married to her. He he married her in 2013. Most recently, they were also married in 2010 to two, to 2012. So what half wasn't so enough? what happened in that in those two years, like in that year in between 2012 and 2013, they they got divorced. So you're married for two years, and you know divorce like take a take takes a yeah, while. Yeah. So so for half of that time, at, at best, they were married. Then they divorced, and then they got married again a year, a year later. Cam, you're a lawyer. What, what kind of legal maneuverings may have called for a divorce? Maybe oh, I don't think they, I don't think it was any legal maneuverings. I think it was just you know they're weird. Like oh, okay, <laughs> I, I always I always imagine I, there's, I always imagine that there's like some kind of lawyer magic going on behind the scenes with with these couples. And... Uh, no. I guess he was married to Justine Musk from 2000 to 2008. Then he was single for four or five years, four years, and then met old Tallulah. What kind of a payday do you get divorcing Elon Musk? I mean, good God. Probably nothing. If he has really? the right, as long as he, I'm sure he's got the airtight uh prenup prenups yeah you gotta throw them something don't you like a little just like a little something a million or two not necessarily it depends well it depends on the state it depends on a lot of different things but yeah i mean a lot of times they'll just say all right you get x dollars and see ya you know but see the real value in the prenup is not necessarily the money especially with these guys it's well i mean unless you're gonna lose like half your fortune you know the the real value for these guys is that um it's just you, you, basically they're not allowed to talk about you. You know what I mean? Like you get them to uh, agree in the prenup. You can't write a book. You can't do this. You can't do that. <laughs> it's like it's like an ultimate non-disclosure. You know, you can't bring me in for a, a deposition or whatever. You know, things like that. Okay, okay. So you can't be doing a tell-all. I get you. Yeah, that's like the real value in, in the in it for them. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, wow. apparently, apparently he has six kids too. Jeez. Damn. How old? Wait, he's four. No wonder he wants to go to Mars. What's the age 40, of eligibility? Forty-five, right? For to be president. Okay. He just turned. He just turned forty-five. Wow. Too bad. I, I know. I know. People were talking about changing the law so Arnold Schwarzenegger could be president. So. Or is it thirty-five? <laughs> I might be totally botched. I want to say it was thirty-five, but. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because you think it'd be lower when back then, when like everyone died at fifty. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't know, maybe he could be like Secretary of Science or something. Hard, hard not to admire the guy either way. He has gotten he's gotten Boeing to take this seriously. Not that they weren't in the first place, but they've they've come out and announced as much. So yeah, yeah, it is thirty five. I, I botched that. Yeah, I feel you. infinitely worse that he's fucking younger than I am. Thanks, Cam. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, no, I, I was no. just a little behind the ball. I like I got four years to catch up. Wait, right. Right. No, Musk is forty four though, right? He's forty five. June twenty eighth, nineteen seventy one. Yeah, but he's he's older than us, Brian. He just he he could be president younger than us, though. Yeah. Thankfully, he was. Thankfully, he's a he's a, he's a no he's good foreigner, so he can't. <laughs> <laughs> he's an Afrikaner. Yeah, he's an Afrikaner. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. I'd still vote for him. Oh, I would. Yeah. Well, I. He can be president of Mars. There's yeah, no uh, no rules there yet. That's true. I was going to say I'd vote for him over, but I'm I'm not going to get political. So, yeah. um, we should just do a politics. I, I'm so itchy to just like. Ah. Yeah, man, I mean, maybe the week, maybe the week before the election or something, we just just say fuck it and just you know. Yeah. Or maybe maybe like a what 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 will you know each candidate mean mean to nerds? You know what I mean? Ooh, like, I what, like that. What will each candidate mean to nerds? Let's do that. Let's do a spin on it. Like, yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. A nerd's perspective on 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 the presidential candidates. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Stay away from like the bullshit religion and all that stuff. Like you know, questions and right. Not that, right. Not that religion is bullshit. I believe you know. I believe in God. Obviously, I'm just saying like stay away from like the traditional. Oh, I want an abortion. Oh, I want this. I want that. Right. You know, the, like, contra- the typical yeah. controversy crap. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about the the real issues that affect us as nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I hate to say it, we're losing we're, we, we're losing the nerd president, Barack Obama. So was he really though? I feel like I, I feel hip, like he's, I feel like he was the hipster president. I mean, like hipster Doctor Who, maybe like that kind of like pseudo cool. I he he struck me as pretty nerdy, honestly. Oh, he smoked cigarettes. He he played uh, <laughs> he, he, he played basketball like every day. And yeah, that's but, not like a crack at like him being black. Obviously, like he he he, he well, did play like basketball is like his favorite thing. Yeah, but you think he he dominated out there? Like, no, his Secret Service guys were like letting him score and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knows? I mean, I'm sure he's okay on a on a little on a pickup game or something. But I mean, I'm I see him come walking out. And he's not my first pick. I don't know, man. He's tall. He's lanky. Might have a wicked jump shot. I don't know, man. You don't you don't think he's got just a little hint of Steve Urkel going on? <laughs> just a little. I, bit. Obviously, I mean, there's it, there's a little bit going on, but I mean, I think he. I don't know, man. From what I've heard, I mean, well, I guess what are people going to say, right? Yeah, he sucks. You know, like, but, <laughs> I mean, from, from what I've heard, like he's a pretty good player. Well, good for him. I'm sure. I'm sure our, either of our next like 70 year old presidents will be out there tearing it up on the court. Yeah, I'd like to see Trump play like just shoot one jump shot, like, <laughs> tear like flapping. And, like, uh, no, even as comical as that would have been 20 years ago, you know. We're trading it. We're trading in this young guy for for one of two really old candidates. So, yeah. Coming up soon. Uh, nerdy reasons to vote for one candidate or the other. Look, look for that. <laughs> What's that, Brian? More votes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that that pretty much wraps it up. As far as I'm concerned, would you guys like to talk about anything else, or just uh, take it away? I think I'm good. All right. Well, the listeners, we invite you to dock with the International Ganza Space Station every week. Our uh, docking interface supports rockets built by iTunes. No, oh, this is really this is really forced. SpaceX. Wait, I mean uh, Stitcher and Google Play Music. We accept all three uh, dock types. Oh boy, that's mine. <laughs> like us on Facebook. Add us on. Twitter and Instagram, join the Nerdstravaganza HQ group on Facebook. Jump in your rover and roll on over to www.nerdstravaganza.com and check out our sparkly website. Uh, head on over to YouTube, type in Nerdstravaganza into the handy dandy search bar and check out all of our video content. And send us an email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com where the answer is always 42. <laughs> And with all that say, Sade. And with all that Saeed. What are you, another reporter? Yeah, I'm trying to like, wait a minute. Said actually sounds like Saeed. <laughs> anyway, with all that Saeed, uh, shit, I had a new uh, title for you. Yeah, Mission Commander Brian, take it away. I got promoted. Yeah.
Oh, I hate singing. Earth below us, spinning, turning. Captain, Captain Tom. Right? Was, that, was that Major Tom? Right? <laughs> you Major demoted. Tom, you yeah. demoted Major Tom right after Brian. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tom. <laughs> Lieutenant Tom. <Yeah. laughs> Good night, everybody, and oh, we will talk soon. See you guys.